Welcome to Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. Today's episode is your service dog visiting with people that you meet when you're walking down the street. And there's usually two types of service dog handlers, the ones who never let the dog say hi to anybody and the ones who let the dog say hi to absolutely everybody. And there's different reasons for this, and I'm not going to get into the reasons why. Um, I'm just going to tell you what we do and what we've seen and what works. Is uh, First of all, you're going to have people who, you know, who will come up and just start petting your dog. And you don't have to allow that. I don't allow that. Uh, if people start reaching their hand towards my dog, I intercept them and tell them no. Uh, one thing you could do is have business cards printed up with your dog's picture, your dog's name, maybe some information on service dogs, or if your dog has a Facebook or an Instagram or a website, YouTube channel, you know, you can give them that information and then their hand has something in it. So as they come to pet your service dog, you intercept and you give them a card and then they have something in their hand and they may not be as likely to reach for and pet your dog. Um, the other people, you know, they'll just know and some people don't know what to do and so they let their dog get pet and the dog is thinking, holy cow, everyone's going to come up and pet me. And your dog might not be comfortable with that. Even service dogs, because they work for you, <laughs> they know they work for you, and, uh, you know, they're not things that everyone has to come up and pet. Um, so, that's how it goes. So, some people will say, when my vest on the service dog is off, then you can come up and pet. So, hold on, let me take the vest, cape, the, the harness, whatever, off of my service dog, and then you can come up and pet him. But... If you're doing any sort of outing, that just gets to be way too much. All you're doing the whole time is taking the vest off and putting the vest back on again, walking a step or two and taking it off and putting it back on again. And for me, my service dogs and the service dogs that we train are always working. You know, for example, if you have a mobility dog and uh, maybe you need some help getting up. Um, you're sitting on the floor, you need the dog to brace you just to help you not wobble whenever you stand. You're not going to have that vest, that harness, that uh, cape, whatever. You're not going to have that on your dog at all times that, you know, if you need him to come over, he's going to say, no, I'm going to ignore you because I don't have my vest on. <laughs> no. Uh, medical alert dogs. If you have a diabetic alert dog, you can't have your, your well, you could have your dog invest all the time, but you're not going to have your dog, you know, have a vest in your pocket and put it on your dog and say, okay, am I low sugar? Am I high sugar? What's going on? I'm good. Okay, let me take the vest off and put it back in my pocket. Guys, it's just not practical. So service dogs have to be trained that vest on or vest off, they're still working. And this does come in handy if you do switch off their gear. You know, if they know that the blue vest that they always wear, it means that they're working and you want to switch them to a harness, a mobility harness, or we live in Florida, it's really hot. I just want to do a bandana or I want to get a collar that says service dog in bright letters so people can see it. You still want your dog to listen while you're out in public. Not say, nope, I don't have to listen to you because I'm wearing a service dog collar, not a service dog vest. So you want to make sure that your dog is still working whenever they have the vest on or off. 
So you could do it, some people who will, you know, let me take the vest off so you can say hi. For sometimes that's more for the public, so the public sees that there's a difference. But I don't do that because it, it, it'd be a pain, honestly, uh, to have to take the vest on and off. And usually I don't let people pet my dog. <laughs> it's actually funny, when we go to Disney, there's all the little kids. And when we stand in line for some of the rides, you know, they'll reach through and try to pet my dog. And my son, whenever he was younger, he would always, you know, intercept them. You know, no, you can't pet service dog working. So we uh, joked that we would lend Luke out to people who have service dogs at Disney. And he would stop all little kids from petting the service dogs. Uh, one of the things you can do, though, so Gypsy, like I said, I usually, any dog that I'm working, I usually say no just because it's a good habit to get into and people don't have to go petting every service dog that they see uh, we've had people uh, I remember we were up at the farmer's market one time and Rich had one of the dogs and someone wanted to pet and wanted their kids to pet and Rich said you know no service dog in training you know we wanted to learn to focus on her handler her owner um, not on everybody that they see and the woman got very indignant and she started yelling at Rich that she had her kids here and her kids want to pet the dog and her kids will pet the dog. And he's like, not this dog, you're not. So you're going to find all sorts of people, uh, especially it seems the fluffier the dog, the more people want to pet them. Uh, what we do is, like I said, I usually say no, but if we're, I, and I use them for training, you know, as we're talking, I work on my dog focusing on me. I explain that, you know, I'm working on teaching my dog to focus on me and ignore distractions. And if she learned that everybody who came up gave her pets, she's not going to want to focus on me because getting pets and visiting with people is very exciting for her. So for her first uh, roughly six months with us, it was the very rare person who we let come up to greet Gypsy. Uh, and those people would include uh, the people that we, like Cinderella and the princesses and everything else that we photographed with at Disney. They're allowed to pet. Um, the cast at Disney, they're allowed to pet. Uh, when we're out talking, if the person was calm, had a good energy, uh, you know, if we're out at the store or walking down the street and we're talking and I know they're not going to be weird, you know, they're not going to like grab my dog's fur or pull my dog's fur or, you know, like bop them on the head, I might allow them to pet. Oh, and that reminds me, when we first had Arrow, we had had him for just a couple weeks and he wasn't a service dog at this point. We were just training him and we went up to visit my parents and they live up in Myrtle Beach and there's a boardwalk there. And so we're sitting on the boardwalk, me and Arrow, and, and just enjoying, you know, watching the people coming and going, exposing him to that environment. And a woman runs up, pets him, hugs him, and runs off again. Now, this was a woman, this a grown woman. This was not a kid. This was not a teenager. This was a full-grown woman, and I was just floored. Arrow's a Belgian Malinois, and he looks like a short, short-haired German Shepherd. But uh, to just come up out of nowhere, and I was just floored that someone would actually do that. Um, I've had people try to sneak my dog food. You know, they'll just, you know, come up and, and give my dog something to eat. And I'm like, whoa, 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 no, no, wait, what are you doing? You can't do that. Um, I don't know what's in that food. You can't just go up and feed somebody else a service dog. But anyway, here's how we do it whenever we want our dogs to say hi to somebody. Is I have my dog at my side in a sit or a down or a stand. 
And I ask my dog, Gypsy, or Arrow, or whoever I have, do you want to go say hi? And that puts it in the dog's court. And if the dog takes a step forward, and I'll, you know, I'll ask my dog. So I have my hand, my left hand usually has the leash. My dog's on my left side. So with my right hand, I'll gesture down to the dog. Gypsy, do you want to go say hi? And then I'll gesture and move my hand over to the person who she can go say hi to if she wants to. And sometimes she does. And sometimes she doesn't. Because it's up to your dog. I never allow somebody to approach my dog and get into my dog's space and get into my space to pet her. I always want Gypsy or whoever I have, I want my dog to initiate it. It is up to her. It is her decision on if she wants to say hi. Now, if the person's all bonkers crazy, you know, oh my God, I want to say hi to your dog. Your dog's so cute. Oh my God. Like that's not a good energy that I want my dog greeting. But if the person's calm and as we're talking, I will say, Gypsy, do you want to go say hi? And usually she'll take a step or two forward if she wants to go say hi. And she's allowed to say hi. She's allowed to get pets. Um, She's not allowed to jump up on people. She's not allowed to get mouthy with people. Um, She's not allowed to get crazy. She has to remain calm for it. Now, I also explain to people that... Gypsy's a puppy and she's in training. And we, for example, we did this at um, Sam's Club the other day. We went there and we picked up some stuff. And as we were getting ready to go, uh, there's a family and the kids were watching the dog and they were being so good and so polite. And it wasn't one of those, I don't know, go see if you can pet the dog from the parents. You know, the parents were like, no, you can't pet. You know, she's a working service dog in training. See, that's what it says. You know, but we, we can look. So I said, would, would you like to say hi? And, he, and the little kid nods his head. So I said, Gypsy, do you want to say hi? And Gypsy took a step forward. And they had three kids. So that was with the first kid. And I said to the other two, you know, do you want to come say hi too? So they all came over and they were petting her and hugging on her. And that's great because I don't have younglings. My son's 16. He's over six foot tall. She's not exposed to little kids that she can actually go say hi to. And I want her to learn what to do in that situation. Now, she's seen little kids before. She sees them all the time when we're at Disney. But she's not allowed to greet them there. So I also explained to the kids that she's a, a service dog in training. And we're exposing her to different people and teaching her how to greet properly. So I do appreciate it. But usually, you're not allowed to pet service dogs. But because she's in training and they're helping me train her... It's a different situation. And the kids were all happy that they got to help train a service dog. Uh, Now, on that story, there's, uh, we were doing a public access test for another dog who we had in. And we were out at the grocery store and we needed to do part of the public access test where it says, you know, that the dog's sitting and remaining polite while someone comes up and, you know, greets. So there's a, a gentleman there and we said, oh, you know, could you help us in her test? Uh, You know, she needs to say hi to somebody. Could you do that for us? And he said right away, nope. We said, okay. And his wife was there and she's like, what do you mean no? She's like, what do you need? And we said we needed somebody to, you know, just come up and say hi to the dog and pet her. 
And she's like, well, I'll do that. And he's like, well, if that's all you need, I'll do it. And it's like, well, that's all we need. So, uh, so we did that. And, uh, and he got to, to practice that with, with the service dog. And while that's happening, I had another gentleman come up to me and say, I thought you weren't supposed to greet service dogs. And I said, you're not. But part of the public access test is that if she does greet somebody, that she's calm about it. And so because it's part of the public access test, this is what we're doing. And he says, ah, I understand. There's also, you have to prep your dog. When you're out in public, they're going to see other people. Um, they're going to do drive-by pets sometimes. They're going to reach over and pet whenever you're not paying attention or when you can't see what they're doing. People can be funny about that. And you need to know that your dog will be good in that situation should it arise. So what do you do while you're out with your service dog and visiting with people that you meet when you're walking down the street? Like I said, for the most part, I don't let them say hello. But when I do... I make it the dog's decision to say hello, and I explain that this is a training situation and that most service dogs are not allowed to say hello. And that will hopefully prevent the, well, the last time I saw a service dog, I was able to say hello because we want to do what's best for the dogs. And for the most part, that's going to be ignore people and focus on their owner handlers but we want them to know what to do in case it happens in case you are out maybe with a friend and you have to say here can you hold on to my dog for a second um and and the dogs can be okay with it so i hope you found this episode informative and a little bit entertaining um went on a few little tangents there with it and we will see you next week Thank you for tuning into this episode of Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs, and our website is dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine, dot com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers, helping them get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a puppy to choosing the right dog to basic advanced and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, evaluations, and more. We look forward to helping you have the dog of your dreams.